The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Fourteen twenty in the morning, 14 minutes and 20 seconds, where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. All right, 14.20 in the morning for this sixth day of October 2023. Today's show, as always, brought to you by SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase. Remember, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to BellyUpSports.com for all their great podcasts and articles for all kinds of things in the sports world, such as the uh, Corner Booth podcast, the Captain Lou Extravaganza, the, uh, the, uh, the Sports Stole podcast, podcast and on the crap brood and on and on it goes there at bellyupsports.com make sure you check all those great great shows out and uh, remember oh thank you very much for uh, making us a part of your day each and every day from all of us here at 1420 world headquarters anyways let me get this uh, let me start off by saying i am an absolute sports nut i've been a sports nut for about 44 my 49 years on this earth so it's not i'm not a derogatory person when it comes to world of sports i i love it to, to death it's just i have a different um a different outlook on things and how the sports world is a little bit now um the all the, the rage the last few days about what happened with the uh, Barrio situation with the jays uh with when him, him getting pulled in the fourth inning with 47 pitches every knows the story by now if you haven't listened to me and dave talk about it from last night's podcast make sure you give that one a, a, a listen because we uh like we hit the nail on the head pretty much on that whole situation but the the way that the, the, the sport has changed with the analytics and money and everything else isn't the uh, the sports world that i grew up in i was i'm mainly a, a baseball and a hockey guy growing up like i got into football in the last uh, 10 10 15 years kind of deal i've never really been much of a basketball guy lakers back in the early 80s lakers celtic thing and that uh, winning time whole thing is like a kind of um uh i can kind of uh understand how that whole thing went on but how sports is so much different now than it was uh 20 20 years ago 30 years ago 40 years ago when i first started started playing and everything else uh it's a lot different and i'm gonna say it's not it's not better uh right from amateur sport right on through through professional sports it's not better at all i i don't think that the um the games are are as uh are the the, the athletes are better trained there's no doubt about that their health and fitness and all that is, is way better uh the 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 way the game is approached isn't better by any means and I, it, it's sad to say but it's it's one of those things that you just go I, I don't want to be that old guy get off my my porch and everybody says that their era is a lot better or worse and what i'm saying is this era is 100 might be the worst i have seen uh in, in like you, you go through the different eras of hockey and how it's all put together but this era right now is by far the, the i think it's the worst that i've ever seen in my like i said my 40 years of watching sport uh the money has changed everything so much with the, the way the games are played and the way um the, the kids are trained the way the kids are, are the way they, they come up through the minor system and into into junior hockey or into college sports or, or, or whatever it might be. Uh, there, there, there's so much training and, and so much BS that gets involved in it that to kind of rapes parents of uh, get, giving their, their kids a chance to play sports or to be a part of it. And, and right throughout uh, right throughout North America, I'm sure that's way over in Europe as well. But it's just uh, so much different. The competition of sport isn't nearly as good as it was 30 years ago. 30 years ago, you had guys who were hungry literally and fi- figuratively to get to be, become an 
athlete and become a professional athlete to find a way to get themselves out of maybe a lower to middle class um, situation where they could, they could maybe um, find a few bucks and everything else. Yeah, it wasn't back then. It wasn't millions and millions of dollars like it is today. But now you have kids right now that are literally not 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 hungry, figuratively or literally. They uh, you have a lot of kids who are uh, playing sports because they they're they're. The, their parents' financial situations kind of got them into that. And you have a lot of kids right now, if they win or lose, uh, at the, even the professional level, it doesn't seem like when they win, yeah, they're ecstatic and they have a, a lot of happiness and a lot of joy and everything else. The celebrations are fantastic. We won't talk about the stupid ones that happen in baseball games and everything after uh, after uh, an uh, making the wild card because it's ridiculous but you when a team loses you don't see the same uh, disdain for losing that you used to see 20 30 40 years ago like i'm not saying smashing your stick over the over the glass or punch someone in the face and everything else i'm not saying that at all but it seems like now that there's so much um these kids don't compete that much anymore and they don't compete at the lower levels. So when they get the pros winning and losing doesn't mean that much uh, when it comes down to it. That's the team that wins is celebrating like a madman, but the team that lose because there's all these guys have so much cash in their pockets. They don't seem to care as much as that, as people back 30, 40 years ago, that getting that next contract meant so much and being part of a team meant so much and, and free agency changed that a lot in, in the world of hockey for sure. And then when they decided to, to disclose how much players were making and that, that made the salaries go up what, go up bigger than they ever were but you don't have kids nowadays who came from from basically nothing you're not going to see many kids from small town alberta small town saskatchewan whose dads whose dads might be or dads or parents or single parents or, or families have a bunch of cash to get to get them uh the, the training that happens and everything else in the training and playing on teams and, and and on and on it goes and the thing about the another thing about sports nowadays is you have a bunch of kids that just automatically assume that they should be playing and then they they kind of uh, get onto that train once they do make it because it's it's, it's ingrained to their head that no matter what uh, I'll find a way onto another team you, know, you, you look at uh, there's all these different academies and different teams and, and different different this that pop up out of nowhere all the time everywhere and it, it's it's really odd that that happens so often you, you look at you go back X amount of years ago when you when you made a team you had to be good you had to be really good and and that made sure that you were on a team yes there was all, always the politics there's no that, that's that's never going to go away there's always a kid who may have uh, his parents may have bought their way onto a team sponsored their way onto a team or whatever it may have been but you had to be good to play at a certain level and to go to the next level and everything else now you see here in Canada and it happens I'm sure right across the United States but here in Canada not just with the academies because you know, think people know how I feel about that a little bit but in like you there's these junior a leagues that are popping up all over the place so that just come out of nowhere and they're, and they're not the best of the best back when um you know the alberta junior hockey league and then the western hockey league obviously but now there's all these different tier two leagues that are popping up all over the place that aren't sanctioned by this or aren't sanctioned by that and then you have parents that creating these new leagues and you have people creating these new, new leagues who are making a lot of money off of these kids and, and off these kids parents and off the sweat of these parents and with the false hopes of, of making these teams like it, it goes to, to levels all the time like yeah you, you had to be really good to make a team and that would ensure you you played against the best competition and it was something to strive for and now that these kids don't have something to strive for it, it's a, there's a trickle down effect that happens all the time where you can just jump from team to team and you, daddy will pay you onto a team or even with the transfer portal or nil in in in, uh, in college now you can just jump from team to team if you if things don't, don't work out your way there are some benefits to it there's no doubt about to the nil money and it should have been paid a long time ago and the transfer portal if you didn't get what you're promised but by the, the coach or the recruiter or whoever it might have been 
in. But with these new teams popping up over the place, it's really diluted the sport. And now that you have a bunch of uh, kids that don't uh, really want to play where, where they want, they want to play on certain teams because they, they think they have a better chance and they're, they're getting lied to a lot by, by a lot of, uh, of these, of these uh, programs. You, you see situations where kids don't even want to come out of the pros. Like I, I'm a USC guy, as you guys know, who listen to this show for the first time listening to the show. I'm a USC guy. I love the USC Trojans football program. But you, you look at that, uh, the Caleb Williams situation where he's basically said he can make more money out of uh, playing for USC next year in, in, in college football than going to uh, whatever team can get first overall, getting that, that draft pick. So he might just go back to no, back to USC regardless. And it, it's, it's odd to think that he um, – Going pro was used to be a way to make money and get yourself out of a situation. I don't know Caleb Williams' family situation. It's none of my business, nor do I care. Uh, but to for a kid to say, you know what, I'm going to just stick around back here. And like he didn't, he never said win. He never once said win to win a, a, the championship for USC. Be the first one since the Reggie Bush era that got taken away. We all know that story. But for Caleb Williams to basically, I can make more money staying in, in college. That kind of goes to show what, where the priorities are with a lot of these, a lot of these athletes nowadays. And winning and losing doesn't mean anything. Yeah, once you like, it's once you win, you, you're pretty ecstatic. But if you lose, you're like, oh, whatever. I, I got X amount of million dollars in the bank, so it doesn't much matter. And Williams by saying that it kind of puts out i'm gonna hope he has a good good uh, weekend he'll, he'll beat arizona state this weekend or arizona that's not a big deal but then the notre dame game next week and then the the utah game the week after they might be a bit uh, a bit tough but those these games are are, uh, are a little bit different competition that like competition is not at the forefront anymore it's all about um skill development and, and showcasing your skills and and uh, exit velo and the stats and everything else. And it's not about winning or losing. Uh, kids are more, um, in, in my opinion, it's, this is in, in junior hockey a lot. It's, it's, it's trickled into the pros and it's trickled in. It's just, it's, it's also in college baseball and it's in summer baseball and little league baseball, whatever. We're like, with all the stats and all the, the nerdalytics, they're, they're saying that, that, that that's the most important thing. And you can't just blame the, the nerds, you, the athletes, or you can't blame the athletes. You got to blame the nerds who are saying that this is important and that's important. And, and this will get you a better chance to, uh, to, to get to the next level. And the thing is that that's not going to make you get to the next level. You have to be able to compete and you have to be able to win. And maybe that, maybe you don't anymore. Maybe, maybe just getting to that next level doesn't mean anything. It's that next contract that means a lot. Like obviously those guys were making, uh, you know, 50 grand a year back in the early 80s playing in national hockey they wanted another contract as well but now if you get that second contract in national hockey league or in baseball or whatever it might be you and your family's families is set for life and i think that that's the thing that's kind of getting lost in professional sports nowadays is that launch angle and the the the, the, the advanced metrics or whatever they call them that's really putting a damper on on the world of sports for me and the like, guys don't care when they strike out guys don't care when they pop up like i had a kid in college baseball this uh this summer summer college league and he there was a ground ball to second base. He hit it hard, and uh, then he ran hard down the line. He said, oh, "Good ninety." I was like, "You're still out, man. Like, who cares how fast you ran down first base? You're still out. Like, is that what you're worried about? Like, you should be like." I remember, like back this is the third twenty years ago. Get off my lawn, obviously. I'm getting old, but it's one of those things where you you see kids would would, would pop up and or ground out and they throw their bat down and be mad and pissed off at themselves because there was a compete level and they wanted to win. Now it's like, okay, I, I hit it hard, and like the only way you're gonna get on base is that second baseman screws up. So it doesn't matter how hard you fucking 
run. There's first swear word at 10, 11 this morning. So that's kind of how that works. But uh, it's, it, you'd find it odd that all the, these advanced stats and advanced metrics, and that's how other people are making money off of that too, because now kids are going to the batting cage and they're, 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 they're not learning how to fight off pitch and everything else. They're just swinging as hard as they can for that exit velocity and launch angle or whatever else it might, it might be. Like we talked last night a little bit about the uh, 2003 uh, ALCS when Jorge Posada got fisted a little bit. He uh, popped that one up behind behind second base and he scored uh, Matsui scored and Posada got the the uh, the the double and that got the Yankees rolling that hit that doesn't matter anymore it seems like it's all about hitting it hard and and hoping you get on base and 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 uh, and driving it over the fence swinging as hard as you can we talked about the Jays the other day about how they are all just swinging for the fence a two nothing game instead of just putting the ball in play and hoping or a bloop single that that can come into effect and everything else yes if you hit the ball further it's it's going to matter but uh, you know what batting average matters to me competing matters to me trying to win a hockey game matters to me i went to a, a junior hockey game here in lethbridge a few weeks ago and it seemed to me that every kid was doing the exact same thing there there, there wasn't the uh, the big bruiser there wasn't the fighter there wasn't the grit grinder there wasn't there wasn't those kind of players anymore every player is the exact same player in hockey and it's taught throughout these academies and it's taught throughout the the, the minor system it's taught at all these power skating schools and everything else and these shooting clinics and and on and on it goes uh you they're, they're create all these academies and and minor sports and junior levels and everything else they're creating the exact same hockey player and there isn't anybody with a, a flair for the dramatic. There isn't anybody that uh, is really sticking out. Yes, you have the Connor McDavid's of the world and, and, and the like. And then in baseball, you have the Mike Trouts and the Bryce Harpers. But those guys are are, are exceptional superstars of, of another level, Hall of Fame kind of guys, right? So for 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 the rest of the sports world to say that the sport world is better, that they're lying to themselves because it's not. The compete level's not the same, right from the the nerds right onto the head office to the players. It's it's not better. It's 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 actually I think it's worse. Like I, I will watch, I will cheer, I will enjoy it. Like I, I'm a, like I said before before we got going here that I'm a sports nut through and through, and I'll never stop watching it. I'm just saying that this is probably the the, the worst competitiveness of, of of sport that that that, that I've ever seen that I've ever been a part of, and it's it's just it's it's just a micro of the rest of the uh, how society is and how that these how, how these kids are trained and how uh, it's a me me world it's not about a team situation anymore and the kids don't care the kids that's that the way they play and it's transferred into professional hockey you're, you're never going to see that kid from uh, small town saskatchewan small town alberta or uh, some kid from god knows where who can play baseball like you, you look at enrollment for baseball and uh, right across the, the, the right across north america it's gone down quite considerably because of the cost and it used to be you need a glove and a little league field right cross street that was that was uh that was um free to play basically or it was 20 bucks a year or whatever it, whatever it was and now you don't have that and now with a, another reason the baseball's down a little bit is that there's a lot different uh, types of people around the world there's a lot more there's a lot more different races and cultures that, that are around the, the baseball world and they, they just can't afford it right so it, it's it's tough to say that, that this is the uh, golden era of any sport because I, I don't think it is I, I i don't think it's even close and you, you don't have the the rivalries anymore and it's it's it's, it's because of sport in general because for agency so guys go from team to team and whatever it might be and these kids play each other so much over the years yeah you're gonna have the matthew kachucks of the world who will spit in your face and stick you in the groin to win a hockey game like that 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 isn't going away but once again those are the exceptions to the rule nowadays and the rule basically says that these kids are the exact same thing they play against each other so often throughout their academy life growing up throughout everything else growing up and then they don't become 
It's not as competitive as it used to be. There's not a there's not a disdain for your for your opponent. There's not a disdain for a franchise. There isn't a Yankees Red Sox rivalry. There's not really an Oilers an Oilers Flames rivalry. Like it's it's there a little bit. There's not a Canadians uh, a, a Canadians uh, Maple Leafs rivalry because well who cares about the Canadians and Maple Leafs really? But it's that's it's just it's not the same. And I don't I don't think sports are better because of it. I'm not going to stop watching. I'm not going to complain about it. I'm just I'm just making a very simple statement here in 14:20 in the morning about the the state of the game and the state of everything. And it was it was shown uh, 100% that um, the numbers and everything else, they seem to matter more than, than the gut feeling and the way a, a guy competes. And the way the way Barrios was pulled the other day, the Jays weren't going to win anyways. They weren't going to get another hit until they could be still playing today. They wouldn't have got a hit. But it's one of those things you just watch and you say, you know what? It's just different, and it's not better. Like it's not. The sports are not better than they were 20 years ago, 30 years ago, when you had the Dave Samanko patrolling the ice with the Edmonton Oilers protecting Gretzky. That's 40 years ago almost now, when you think about it. But yeah, it's one. It's just different. You're not going to see the Wendell Clark's of the world, the Darcy Tucker's of the world. Like those kind of guys are few and far between because it's just a different way the game is played. It's a different way the game is taught. Is it safer? 100%. With the way the, the speed of every like with football and, and hockey now, with the way the speed of the game is and uh, the way these guys can skate and run and hit um, and the, the fitness level that these guys had they, they don't smoke and drink like it's their job like it was uh, 30 years ago obviously but these guys they um, they would there, there would be injuries the concussions everything else and the fighting that stopped because of concussions and it's safer and it's better for for the human for the human factor obviously but you know when just being my age I just remember all the like the, the fights and the, the hits and everything else and you watch some old football t- uh, highlights it's just a lot different and it's not it's it's not as entertaining for me like I said I'll, I'll keep watching I'll keep enjoying it I'll keep betting on it I'll do it the whole thing and, and keep going to games and, and enjoying it and doing this crazy podcast every every day here from 1420 world headquarters but for people to say that the game's in a better spot now than ever ever been I think that they're they're fooling themselves the athletes are, are, are better conditioned the athletes are better trained but they aren't better athletes if that makes any sense if, if you guys know what I'm saying and drop me a line at 1420 or g, uh, 1420sports@gmail.com. at let me know what you think or go to our social media accounts or just comment in the uh, the uh, YouTube section down below and let me know your thoughts on, on, on this because it's just something I've always thought about and the other day when the Barrios situation with the Jays happened and the, the compete level and the nerds and everything else and how it's just a different sport I just had to get something off my chest about the uh, the world of sports but anyways there's my little rant for the day hope you guys enjoy it uh, make sure you know and uh, here's a word from our friends at uh, SeatGeek the foul baller if there's a ball that's gone foul he's gone to get it under his watchful gaze, all bevs, binoculars, and ballpark brats are safe. He's the only thing that stands between his section and certain destruction. That's why he only trusts SeatGeek with his tickets. The ticketing app trusted by fans. SeatGeek, so fans can fan. Thank you very much to our uh, friends at SeatGeek for everything they've done for the 1420 podcast over the year and a half. They've been with us. Remember, use promo code 1420POD at uh, SeatGeek.com today and uh, save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase and it helps support the show and everything else. Uh, let's get to Brent's Best Bets. Uh, Brent's Best Bets brought to you by America's favorite sports book, BetUS, where the game begins at BetUS.com. Uh, in the world of college football on Saturday, number 12, Oklahoma travels to Austin, Texas to take on the number three Longhorn in their annual Red River Showdown. Uh, the Sooners keep it close, but take the Longhorns to win. 
27-24. There's my prediction for that one. It uh, wouldn't be called football Saturday. We're talking about Coach Prime and the Colorado Buffaloes as they travel to Arizona, to Tempe, to play Arizona State, take Coach Prime and the Colorado Buffaloes to win, uh, and it won't be close. Uh, after two straight uh, Pac-12 losses, we'll look for, look for Colorado to win that one. And to wrap things up, Central Florida rolls into Kansas to take on the Jayhawks, take Kansas to win a close one, 31-24. That's Texas, Colorado, and Kansas. Put down 20 bucks, win yourself $73.71 at BetUS.com. Use promo code 1420BetUS.com and get in the game today. Uh, get yourself 125% sign-up bonus with BetUS.com by using that promo code. But if you're going to play, remember to play responsibly. Play uh, at BetUS.com, America's favorite sports book where the game begins there it is betus.com make yourself a couple bucks over the weekend pad the old pockets put some money in your jeans and uh buy some beer over the weekend thanks for the weekend here in canada why, why not i've been to 56 straight home games i've tailgated 61 times i've been to 31 practices i've collected 17 I've had 27 beers spilt on me. Make that 28. I've got one sports book. I've got one sports book. I've got one sports book. BetUS.com. Yeah, 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Uh, let's do it on this day and get you guys out of here. It's got to find it in my little notepad here. On this day in. Where are we here? There we go. On this day in 2000. Geez, that was a bit of a mess, wasn't it? On this day in 2010, Roy Halladay of the Philadelphia Phillies threw himself a no-hitter versus the Cincinnati Reds in front of 46,411 people at Citizens Bank Ballpark in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. In Game 1 of the National League Divisional Series, Halladay became only the second pitcher in Major League Baseball history to throw a no-hitter following in the footsteps of Don Larson's perfect game in 1956. Uh, Halladay helped out, helped out his own cause by going 1-3 for three to plate that day with an RBI, but it was obviously his... Uh, Mass performance on the mound that day. Nine innings pitch, one walk, eight Ks, 28 batters faced with only 104 pitches, 79 of them for strikes. The Phillies would go on to sweep the Reds in the three-game series before losing in the AL's NLCS to the eventual World Series champion San Francisco Giants in six games on this day in 2010. Roy Holiday, uh, near-perfect game performance. who's uh, a no-hitter, the one guy. It was really close play to end the game. If I remember the catcher was a bunt to basically a bunt down first and almost hit the bat and the catcher made a great play to get it out. And I remember where I was sitting at the Whiskey Creek Bar in Medicine Hat, Alberta. Actually, that's where I was on that day, on this day in uh, 2010. There it is. There it is. Uh, Thank you very much for listening to the 1420 podcast. A little bit more more subdued show today for 1420 in the morning. We're a lot of fun. Got some exciting, uh, got some guests coming up for next week every morning. So do, do different people talk about the uh, start of the hockey season. So that should be a lot of fun. I uh, got a guy from uh, Ottawa coming on and a guy from Calgary coming on the first couple of days next week. Probably won't get one out on Monday because it's, it's uh, Thanksgiving here in Canada. So we're going back to the homeland to Fort McLeod. So that's what we're doing. Thank you very much for listening to the show today. Thank you very much for watching. For those who did on YouTube, hit that subscribe button down there if you are uh, on YouTube. YouTube and uh, remember it doesn't matter where you are it's who you're with have a good weekend folks we'll talk to you on Monday on Tuesday you just listened to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast four beer with the sports talk and a whole lot more we are part of the Belly Up Media Network